and welcome to the Tao of June, living an inspired life. Um, I guess let's start right there, living an inspired life. Inspired by whom? Like, who? who's inspired, right? Me. <laughs> uh, I am inspired, you know, like, and that's all that matters, right? Like, I remember one time I was, this is probably almost 20 years ago, um, I wrote my journal that I wanted to become, I wanted to be an inspiration to others. And not, I think it was the same day or, or a day later, I was driving home from the coin laundry and I saw in, in squeakly font, like a very ancient type of font, in red letters, be inspired dot 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 be inspired dot 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 be inspired and they were staggered like uh you know like stairs <clears throat> and so i i took a picture of it i showed it to my ex um she was my wife at the time and she wanted to go see it so we drove over to that spot gone not only was it gone there was no trace of it not even it was like you like you would expect to see uh, some markings or some stains left over if somebody had came and cleaned it off. Um, but no, it, not a trace. So I took that as a, as communication from the universe. Um, letting me know, hey dude, don't worry about inspiring others. <laughs> you know, if you want to be an inspiration, be inspired. You be inspired, you know? Be the type of person that is inspired you know, by his own experiences, by life, by, by the experiences of others, you know, learn more, you know, like, like get out there and experience more and be inspired by those experiences and the experiences of others, you know, it's like, don't worry about whether or not other people are inspired, you be inspired, you know, um, and I guess I've been, uh, I've been learning that lesson. I guess the universe has been working with me on this one lesson for almost two decades now. <laughs> More than a decade. Because it's one thing to, to grasp an idea intellectually. It's a whole different story um, embodying it, you know, like having, letting it have a strong emotional effect on you so that it, it actually causes a change in behavior, a change in the way you see things, you know, a change in your perspective. Um, but yes, these days I, I really have been, uh, embracing the idea more and more that no one gives a shit and that's okay. Why should they, right? Like, do I? You know, like most things, no, I don't. Uh, so then how, do, how is it fair to expect other people to give a shit about everything, you know? Or give a shit about the things that I give a shit about, you know? It's not fair. Just because I give a shit about certain things doesn't mean other people need to, you know? Um, and just because other people give a shit about something doesn't mean I need to, you know? And so I'm not saying that no one gives a shit like in a negative way. I'm saying it more as a matter of fact. Uh, it's just the way it is. Because we all have our own lives going on and lots of things, you know, happening all at once that we have to deal with. Uh, and our brain only has so much computing power 
and energy, we only have so much physical physical energy in a day. We can only focus on so much. So of course, lots of things are not going to be on our radar, and it's unfair to like be resentful because someone's not thinking about you. Someone hasn't called in a long time. They must not care. It's like, why do they have to be thinking about you? Because you're thinking about them? That's not fair. They have no control over that. They don't know. And they could have lots of things going on that you don't know about, that they don't want to share, you know, that are private, that they're dealing with, these private battles that we all face. You know, it's like, um, and, and so the reason why I'm even going into this is because I think that once I started to really accept and embrace the fact that no one gives a shit about me or, you know, the things that I care about and that's okay. That's when I started to realize, uh uh-huh, it's not about other people giving a shit. It's about, do I give a shit or not about these things? And am I having a meaningful experience? I, I, I've, the past few, uh, bass, you know, fish that I've caught, like, I've caught so many now, actually, thinking about it. And I just, I don't take pictures of them anymore. <clears throat> because I just feel like, <laughs> why subject them to that hum- humiliation after they've already been, you know, dragged around the water in front of their friends and yanked out of their, <laughs> their, their, uh, biome, you know, their, uh, their, uh, what do you call that? You know, their, their living environment, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what, you know, and like now they're out of the water, they're suffocating, they can't breathe, you know, they have this sharp thing in their mouth <laughs> that they got dragged around with, you know, and then on top of that, now they have to sit there and witness you smiling next to them, <laughs> taking a picture, hey, hold still, you know, I'm taking a picture of this, um, yeah, I don't know, I just felt like, and, and I was doing it for other people, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, look at this, I caught a fish, people are going to be so impressed, no one gives a shit, dude, <laughs> No one gives a shit. Why should they? They got other things going on. Why should they give a shit that I just caught a nice bass? You know? <laughs> Who cares? And that's not why I'm out there doing it. You know, that's not why I'm out there fishing. I'm, I'm, I'm out there fishing for the joy of it, for the experience, to be out there in nature. And, you know, and to have that experience of catching that fish. Like, oh my God. And to be able to, you know, think back on it and smile to myself you know, and kind of relive that memory, to have that memory to relive. That's why we do it, you know? Oh, man. I'm starting to really um, enjoy my life and all the little uh, boring details of it, all the tediousness of it and all of the challenges and difficulty and everything that, that happens. It's like I'm really starting to enjoy it because I realize what else is there? <laughs> you know, what else is there to this life if if not solving problems and overcoming challenges and difficulties, you know? Why else are we here? That's what we're here to do. You know, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I thought we were here to take it easy. I thought we were here to enjoy the, all the comforts and luxuries that life had to offer and, you know, just live in comfort and ease, you know, and just be taken care of and... You know, just lay around like a like a slug, like a big walrus, you know, like a big fat walrus on the beach, you know, like a big fucking beached whale sitting on the beach just drinking Mai Tais and margaritas, you know, until I just get sick from the sun and the sweat and the, the alcohol and I'm drunk and I'm just miserable. 
<laughs> you know, isn't that why we're here, right? To live the the life of luxury, you know, to fucking, you know. <laughs> No, that's not why we're here. You know, we're here to serve. How can I be of service? You know, I'm here. Let me do something difficult. Let me, let me figure out a solution to problems that people are having. You know, like that's why we're here. Let me figure out how to get out of this, you know, fucked up situation that I'm in. You know, everything's fucked. Okay, great. This is the challenge. All right, how am I gonna, what, what am I gonna do? What's the next best step? You know, like, treat it like it's a game, you know? Because, I mean, yeah, it's the game of life, right? I mean, like, because, yeah, in the end, it's, it's, no one really gives a shit. And that's okay. I think accepting that is part of being an adult, you know? And not needing that, not needing the validation of others. Self-validation, oh, my goodness it is so freeing you know freedom it really is literally freedom to be free of the need of the validation of others you know to be to be free of the need uh, what would wait dr wayne dyer say true freedom is to be free from the good or bad opinion of others you know something like that I'm paraphrasing but basically where the the good opinions where people talk really highly of you they're cheering for you they're saying all these things they're, they're you know praising you it's okay to enjoy that yeah I mean it's pleasurable it feels good who wouldn't smile right when people are praising you um, it would be weird not to you know to get upset when people are like talking good about you and you know praising you and you know to get upset about that you know that's kind of weird um, so, like, where was I going with that? <laughs> oh, yeah. And to not let, not let either affect you too much. You know, the, when you get bad opinions, when people talk negatively about you and they criticize you unfairly, you know, they're harsh with their words and their criticisms. You know, they're, they're trying to hurt you. They're trying to hurt your feelings. They're trying to hurt your reputation, you know. To, to not let that affect you, to be free of that, you know, so that the good or bad opinions of, of others has no effect on you anymore, you know? I feel like that's the point where you're really living life and enjoying life and you're, you're enjoying uh, freedom, the freedom of, you know, that prison of needing the approval of others, you know? Because... I mean, the only people that really care are the people that feel like they can control you and they have something to gain, you know, from you, you know, I mean, really, no one's thinking about you. And if they are thinking about you, they're only thinking about what you're thinking about them. <laughs> they only, they're only wondering, I wonder what they think of me, you know, or it has something to do with them. That's the only reason why they would think of you is because it has something to do with them. You know, or they're wondering what you're thinking about them, or they're wondering, you know, like how something about your your approval, like they feel like depends on their like their their gain somehow, their financial or you know emotional somehow they're gonna benefit from you, you know, and that's why they think about you. That's the only reason, really, and and that's okay. That's just human nature, you know. Um. I just, I don't know. I just feel like when we realize this, 
then all this like quiet quitting bullshit, you know, um, doing the absolute minimum when we when we're on our job, you know, just enough to not get fired, you know, all of that bullshit will just go away, in my opinion. You know, once we realize, oh, it's not even, it's not about the, the approval of others. It's not about getting validation from others. I do a really good job and I work really hard and I try to produce excellent quality work because that's who I am, you know? Just like Dr. Wayne Dyer says, uh, orange juice, when you squeeze an orange, what comes out is orange juice. That's the only thing that can ever come out of orange when you squeeze it. It doesn't matter who does the squeezing, it doesn't matter how hard you squeeze, it doesn't matter what time of day you squeeze it. When you squeeze orange, orange juice is the only thing that can come out. You'll never get apple juice, pineapple juice, you'll never get any other juice but orange juice when you squeeze an orange. Why? Because that's what's inside, right? What's inside is what comes out when you squeeze it. So my point is, um, what was my point? <laughs> Shit. My point was, fuck, why was I using the orange analogy all of a sudden? Where were they going with that? Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, so, yeah, because, oh yeah, okay, excellent work. Okay, so, <laughs> when the pressure's on, when, when the job gets hard, and the challenges are, you know, just overbearing, right? And you're being pressured, you're being squeezed, right? What should come out is still excellent quality work because that's who you are. You're an excellent person, so excellent work is what comes out of you. No matter who does the squeezing, no matter how hard the squeezing, no matter what time of day the squeezing happens, right? You're always going to produce quality work because you're a quality person, right? You're never going to produce shit. You're never going to produce half-assed bullshit because you're not a half-assed bullshit kind of person, right? That's my point, is that these guys that are like quiet quitting and they're proud of it and they're making these fucking YouTube videos explaining about how awesome it is to quiet quit. It's like, how can you feel proud of yourself going home and repeating to yourself, I do the bare minimum? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's not something that you, you should feel proud of, you know? It's, I do the best I possibly can, no matter how much I'm getting paid, because that's who I am, you know? And if you work for a company that just, you feel like is just not uh, treating you fairly and not compensating you fairly for the quality of work that you're producing on a consistent basis, reliably, you're a reliable, consistent employee that works very hard and you're not getting compensated fairly for it, well then you gotta find a new company to work with, you know? And that's it. It's, it's, you don't, you, there's nothing that, needs, that you need to change. You just need to change your surroundings. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can't change the people you're around, then you got to change the people you're around. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just find a different company that will compensate you because now you already have the ha you've developed the habits, you have the skills, you're always going to produce quality work, and that takes, that takes, you know, time and effort. So you're that kind of person now you're always gonna get paid more, you know, no matter where you go. So I say, you know, if you hate your job, the best thing to do is to work even harder at your job. You know, become even better and even more skilled and produce even more value than you're producing now, even though you're getting under, underpaid for it because you're making an investment in your own future because people will 
take notice. People will notice that. And it might not be the people that you work for. It might be someone else. It might be a client of yours or someone, you know, and they take notice. And they say like, hey, I have this really good opportunity and I think you'd be perfect for it, you know? But they need to see that first. You're never gonna get presented with an opportunity that, you know, like, where you you have the skills and the ability to do it, but you keep those skills and abilities hidden because no one's paying you to do it, so you're not gonna be the kind of person that they're gonna take advantage of, so you're not gonna do it and you, you know for free, and so you have these skills and abilities, but you keep it hidden because no one's actually offering to pay for it, so you don't do it, and so no one notices. No one knows you have these skills and talents and abilities, and so no one offers you an opportunity to display those talents, you know, no one's gonna offer to pay you more because they don't know you have it. And they don't know you have it because you're not doing it. And you're not doing it because they're not paying you for it. See how this circle goes? <clears throat> I'll tell you how the <clears throat> how the conversations in these board meetings go. <clears throat> because I've been in some of them and I've overheard some of these conversations um, with some of my wealthier clients when they're on their phone, um, you know, on the conference calls. I'll tell you how these conversations go. It, it, well, I'll tell you how it doesn't go. It doesn't go like this. Um, you know, you know, Bob, he comes in uh, a little late sometimes, but he's usually on time, you know? And he, he doesn't stay late ever, even when there's like a high priority project we're working on and we really could use his help. Um, you know, once it hits 5 p.m., he's out, he clocks out, and he never misses lunch, you know? Isn't that a valuable skill that we all want to put on our resume? I never miss lunch. Awesome. Um, like, yeah, they don't say, you know what I think? If we pay Bob more, if we promote him and pay him more, I bet you he'll come. I bet you we'll see a change in him. You know, like he's got, he's got it in him. I, I think, I just feel it, you know? No, that's not how those conversations ever go. Because the more money you have, the more careful you are with it. You know, you don't just start throwing money around everywhere just because you have a lot of it. That's a good way to end up not having a lot of it, you know? So the, the conversations in these boardrooms behind those closed doors, here's how it goes. You know, Susie, she comes in early. Like she's here before everyone else. Even if it's only five minutes early, she's here before everyone else. And what, if you ever notice, she's one of the last ones to leave. Sometimes she closes the, 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 she locks the door behind her. You know, she's always working so hard. She really takes accountability for all the, all the projects that she's working on. You know what I think? I think we should promote her. I think we should get pay her more because she's already doing the job. Let's just give her the title, you know, so she'll stick around. You know, it's hard to find people like Susie. And I, everyone really likes her, and she's easy to work with. She's a hard worker. She always produces quality work. She's always going above and beyond, doing more than what's expected of her. She's already doing more work. Let's go ahead and pay her more, you know, so that she'll stick around, because it's going to be hard to replace someone like her. It's going to cost a lot of money in training and going through different people. We've already found a gem. Let's pay her more and keep her. That's how the conversations will go. You know, because there's an incentive in, in it for them. People are always going to act on selfish motives. You got to give them a reason to give you more money. You know, a selfish reason, a, a reason that benefits them somehow. Not because my kids, you know, who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know, saying I got kids, you know, who doesn't have kids they need to take care of? We're all fucking working for our kids, you know, fuck your kids. I'm not, I mean, not really, but I'm just saying. 
<laughs> you know, like, who gives a shit, you know, you can't, you can't, like, you can't ask for more money, and the reason be, well, don't you feel bad for me, that cannot be the, the, the negotiating tactic, guilt, you know, guilt them into paying you more, don't you feel bad for me, look at how hard I'm working, you know, oh, my back, and, Oh, you know, and like I have kids I got to take care of. And, oh, my dog's sick. You know, I got to pay all this money to the vet. You know, who gives a shit? Don't bring your problems to work and expect people to pay for them. You know, no. Bring your skills to work. Bring your talents to work. What do you have to offer that has value? And, and ask for money for that. You know, like people will pay you for that because it benefits them. So, <clears throat> I mean, I try to tell people all the time, you know, even if it's just mopping the floors, if that's your job, do it the best you can, man. Do a job that you're proud of. Why? Because it will make you feel proud of yourself. That's why. That's the only reason why. Not because you, you hope people will take notice of it and you hope that they'll, you know, promote you or pay you more money eventually, or they'll, they'll commend you somehow. They'll give you some sort of recognition somehow. You, maybe you'll get an award. Who gives a fuck? You know, like that's not why you do it because you're only going to get disappointed if that's why you're doing it. Anything you do in life, if you're doing it for other people's approval or you think it's going to impress people, or you think that, you know, people are going to, you know, I don't know, like you more or something, forget it. You're always going to be let down. You're always going to feel disappointed. You're always going to feel like this isn't worth it. It doesn't matter what you choose to do in life. But if you're doing it because you personally want to do you, it, it makes you feel good about yourself. It, 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 has, it brings some sort of personal fulfillment doing whatever work it is that you're doing. You know, I actually love throwing trash away at night. I mean, I, I consider it like CrossFit, you know, a workout. And I feel like not only am I getting paid to get healthier and get stronger and work out every night, because I mean, I'm drenched in sweat. It is a workout, full on, full body. Um, not only am I getting paid to work out like this, but I'm also helping the community by cleaning up all the trash. You know, like I actually love it. It makes me feel awesome. And that's why I do it, you know? But if I was doing it because of the money, not worth it. If I was doing it to, you know, like, you know, so that my supervisor would, would like me more, you know, so that they might like me and maybe they'll, you know, like, no, because it really wasn't worth it. The supervisors they don't give a shit, dude. I got in a car wreck on my way home, um, 3 a.m., working three different properties for them. I was exhausted. I was wiped out. And yeah, it was like Thursday night. It was the end of a long week. And on my way home, I fell asleep and totaled my truck. Hit a, hit a tree. It was bad. I took a picture of the accident and I texted my, my supervisors. I let them know that I was uh, I fell asleep. You know, my truck's fucked. Um, not, no text back, no response, nothing. My direct supervisor, he actually called me three days later because it was Sunday. It was time to go back to work. Unacceptable, right? That's why I no longer work with that company. But if that didn't happen, I'd still be working with them because who gives a fuck if they don't give a fuck? You know, I mean, they don't care. I don't care. Who cares, right? I I loved the job. I loved the work, and I loved 
sweating. I, I you know, it was personally fulfilling for me. So I, that's why I was doing it. Um, but yeah, once I realized these are not people that I can trust or respect or rely on, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Um, but don't worry, I have plans. I have, I have a good plan. <laughs> but anyways, no one gives a shit, right? So who cares? I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not going to share my plan or, 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 you know, because I'm not trying to impress anybody. It's for me, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like if more people understood this, because once I started to get this, once I really started to grasp this idea, and I, and I started to let it affect me, affect change in my life, dude, I'm a totally different person now. Like, I'm a totally different person. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Like, I'm proud of myself, you know? And because I, I now do the difficult things. I don't, I don't try to avoid the difficult things. I realize all the difficult challenges and all the things that hurt, all the things that cause pain, actually makes you stronger and makes you grow, you know? Life is difficult because it's meant to be rewarding and easy is not rewarding. You know, like, and, and the, the reason why we overcome the difficulties and challenges in our life, the reason why we, we work so hard, we put in so much effort, we do everything we possibly can to make our, to improve our lives, to improve ourselves, why do we do it? So that other people will say, wow, good job, you're awesome. You know, no. You know, so that people will come and give you a high five. You did it. You know? No. <laughs> we do it so that we can look back on our lives and feel proud of ourselves. So we can rest in peace when it's time for our time to go. We don't have to leave this world with full of regrets. Full of, you know, the knowledge that you could have you could have been better. You could have been stronger. You could have been healthier. But you chose the easy way every single time. And when you do what's easy, your life will be hard. But if you choose to do what's hard, your life will be easy. Well, and here's the funny thing, how true that is. Because life is hard. And once you accept that, and once you realize, and once you tell yourself, okay, life is going to be hard. Roger that. Let's go. You know? Well, then now life is easy because you already know it's going to be hard and you already accepted that and you're already prepared for it. And now life is easy because you're prepared for it. But if you think that life is supposed to be easy, you know, and I'm not sure if you've been around long, but life is hard. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter if you're born into a rich family and you have all the wealth in the world. Life is still hard. You think it would be easy because you're rich. Uh, that comes with a whole nother set of problems that money can't fix, you know? And those are real difficult problems because you can't even fix it with money, you know? In fact, sometimes when you have so much money like that and, you know, the, the kids are depressed, they're suicidal, they're, they're, you know, in and out of rehab, doing drugs and everything, the more money you throw at that problem, usually the worse it gets, you know? So a lot of these uh, wealthy families, the Johnson & Johnson family, I didn't know this, but learned it recently, the Johnson & Johnson family had, had a daughter. She was uh, the heiress to the multi-billion dollar, you know, Johnson name, family name. 
you know? I mean, she had the world at her fingertips. She could do anything she wanted. She was so super wealthy, but yet they found her dead, overdosed on drugs in, her, in the guest home of their property. And no one even knew. It was like a, one, of the, one of their employees, one of their housekeepers that was going and just checking up on that guest home on their property and they smelled it and they found out that she, was, she had been dead for I forget how long. I mean, I want to say like over a week or something like that. You know, it's like, wow, you would think if you're the daughter of Johnson and Johnson and you have billions of dollars, you know, and you're, you're you know, you're heir to multi-billion dollar company. Like, yeah, you would think that you would be so happy and nothing would bother you and life would be so easy. But obviously, in her case, life was very hard, you know, and she had problems that money couldn't fix. Those are real problems. I remember hearing one time this uh, self-made millionaire. He was saying, "If you have problems that can be solved with thirty thousand dollars or less, you ain't got no problems." <laughs> and I remember feeling so happy when I heard that because I was like, "Oh shit, I ain't got no problems." <laughs> because yeah, all my problems. Uh, yeah, write me a thirty thousand dollar check. I'm done. I ain't got no problems, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so yeah, he's right, like, I should be so grateful and happy, you know, with my life, and who I am, and the journey that I'm on, the experiences that I'm having, it's enough for me, it doesn't have to be for anyone else, no one else has to be impressed, I need to be impressed, you know, I, I, I need to try to impress myself, for the sake of impressing myself, you know, <laughs> I, I need to feel proud of myself. At the, I feel like that's our only duty that we have is to ourselves at the end of the day. To be able to answer one question and one question only. Am I proud of myself today? Am I proud of the person I was today? You know? That's the only question we need to answer at the end of each day. You know? And if the answer is yes, who gives a fuck what anyone else thinks about us? You know? Because we get to sleep like a baby with a clear conscience, you know? We don't have to take prescription medication to fall asleep, you know? We don't have to sedate ourselves, you know? We don't have to get drunk, you know, just so we can fall asleep, you know, because we, ha we don't have a clear conscience, you know? That's why, you know, we do it for us. And the if the answer is no, you're not proud of the person that you were today, you know, you lied, you did certain things, you know, out of fear, out of fear of not having enough money or something, you know, you maybe screwed someone over, you know, and you do feel bad about it. Well, then tomorrow is a, is a new opportunity to do the right thing, you know, and the right thing might be difficult. It might be having to call that friend up and say, oh, man, honestly, I wasn't completely honest about this thing. I feel terrible about it. Here's your money back, man. And I'm I'm really sorry, man. I did it because I was scared. I was, you know, I was just I'm in I'm in trouble. I need some money, and man, I'm sorry I did that. You know, I feel terrible about myself. You know, you yeah, that friendship might be over. He might be very upset. You know, but that was the right thing to do, right? And the right thing to do, and the more difficult thing to do, they're usually the same thing. You know, if you look at a couple of options and you have the more difficult option, much more difficult, and you're you're trying to you're wondering what's the right thing to do. Usually if you go with the more difficult option, the more difficult thing to do, you're usually doing the right thing. You know? And that's, you know, having to work up the courage to admit you are wrong sometimes, you know? 
Um, but it is like, yeah, the world might hate you for admitting something that might be shameful, you know, and it's going to get you in trouble and you're, there's going to be consequences to face because you're honest, but at least you can sleep with yourself. At least you can feel proud of the person that you were that day, even if the rest of the world hates you, right? You can sleep in prison like a baby. Well, I don't know about that, especially if you're good looking like me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that I think that I do kind of, you know, I, I I have a little baby face, you know, like even at 42 years old, I got this like baby face, you know, like, man, I, I don't know if I could sleep easy in jail, but <laughs> while I'm getting pounded from behind, you know, I would be able to think to myself, like, at least I did the right thing <laughs> in the end, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Horrible example. But, like, you know what? For I'll, I'll share a dream that I had. I had a dream that I was practicing my air rifle, shooting my air rifle, uh, because for some reason I'm terribly inaccurate. Uh, I can, I have the hardest time hitting the bullseye with my air rifle. And so I, I'm, you know, it was obviously something I'm stressed about, but I'm in my dream. I'm at a local park and I see this beautiful white bird, like a swan or something, you know, and I take aim at the head for some reason in my dream. I don't know why. And I remember even thinking before I pulled the trigger, I'm going to miss anyways. You know, I'm just, I'm just aiming at something, you know, and, and I, I know I'm going to miss. I miss all the time. So I pull the trigger and for some reason, boom, I see it in my, in my scope, in the, the hairline, you know, I, I see a hole in the side of its head and blood starting to come out. I'm like, oh shit. I hit, uh, what? You know, like, I did not expect that. And then the bird starts to tilt forward, lean forward slowly, and as it's doing that, it, like, shapeshifts into an old man, right? And suddenly it's an old man with a hole in his head, on the side of his head, with blood dripping out, and he's leaning over, tilting forward, dead, right? And I freak out. I run to my car, I, I, I hide the air rifle in the trunk of my car, and I'm about to dip, right? And I see a crowd gathering, you know, I'm about to run away as fast as I can, you know, hopefully no one saw me do it, right? And I see a crowd gathering around this old man, and like people are screaming, like, what happened, and stuff. And I'm about to jump in my car, start the engine, and get the hell out of there, right? But then something stops me, and I, I was thinking like, yeah, I might get away with it, but am I really getting away with it? Like, I'm gonna have to live with this guilt for the rest of my life, you know? Like, I'm gonna have to live the rest of my life knowing that I did this, you know? Like, I can't, I can't live with this guilt, you know? It's better just to go to jail and pay for the crime. At least then I'll feel a little better, you know? That I at least went to jail for it, you know? So I get out of my car, and I walk over there slowly. I make it over to the crowd, and people are freaking. Out. I remember a lady saying, "Like, you know, what happened?" And I, I just slow. I told them like it was me. I did it. And the lady was like, "What? Why would you?" And I, I, I was like, "I don't. I, I thought it was a bird. I thought he was a bird. 
I like it was a bird when I shot and they were like why would you shoot a bird in the head I was like exactly I mean there's another <laughs> oh like even even my answers like is ridiculous you know it's like oh no I didn't think I was shooting an old man I thought I was shooting a bird like that makes it any better why would fuck are you shooting a bird you know and I was like and I, I was trying to explain to them that I, I thought I was gonna miss and they're just like what you know like it, like it yeah it doesn't make any sense to me either <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it it's like <clears throat> even <clears throat> even if the chances of me missing are like 99% there's still that 1% chance that I might rend accidentally hit the target, you know? Like, why would you fire? <laughs> why would you pull the trigger? You know, like, oh, I don't know, right? And so, they're everyone's mad at me. I'm mad at me, and I'm like, I'm just like, I know. And they're like, you fucking idiot. I'm like, I know. Like, I'm not even gonna argue that. I'm a fucking idiot. Like, oh, you know? And they're like, you're gonna go to jail. I'm like, I hope so. I hope I go to jail, you know, like for fucking killing an old man. What the fuck, you know? And I woke up. <clears throat> when I woke up, I remember thinking to myself, whoo, <laughs> luckily that was just a dream because I can actually see myself doing something that stupid, right? Oh man, good thing it was just a dream. And then the second thought that occurred to me was, I'm glad I turned myself in. You know, I'm glad the dream ended after I turned myself in. Because if the dream ended with me in the car, about to drive the fuck out of there, I don't know how I would have felt about myself, right? And in the end, that's, that's what it's all about. How you feel about yourself in the end. That's all that matters, you know? That's the spice of life, man. That's why we're here to try to have an experience where in the end, we feel proud of ourselves. We feel, yeah, proud of what we went through. Even the mistakes we made, we're proud we didn't give up. We're proud we kept going and trying to improve, you know? And that's all it is, man. Even if, you're, even if your whole world gets fucked, it's better to be honest and be the kind of person that you're proud of, even if the whole world hates you for it. At least you're okay with yourself. That's it. That's all I got to share. No one gives a shit. They're not supposed to. You give a shit. That's all that matters. I honor the light in you. That's also in me. Namaste.